The Ozone. Welcome to The Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, featuring Jaguar senior writer John Hosier and executive producer Dave DeCandis. This week, we have a player that I'm not sure that many Jaguars fans know that well. With COVID and with the social distancing and everything being video conference, hasn't been that out there in the media, but he's a guy that I think fans are going to enjoy. He's a very interesting guy. He's got a long NFL career. I love talking to veterans because I love finding out what makes him tick and how a guy lasts in this very difficult-to-last league. The guest today on the Ozone Podcast is Jaguars veteran running back, Chris Thompson. And Chris, the first thing I got to ask you, way back when I was a younger soul, I covered a Madison County High School football game against Lake City, Columbia, back in that. Did you ever play in that game? And I believe uh, it was for the old Oaken Bucket, right? Yeah, that was um, either my sophomore year or maybe eighth grade. I believe it was eighth grade, though. I remember... I remember that game. It was a great game, but um, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So the old man's memory. <laughs> I'm playing the old man, where I remember oh, yeah. how things were, right? Oh yeah. I I, now I remember. I remember that game. We always remember uh, when we had to play Lake City because it was always a always a good game for us. Well, I understand. It's been about ten years since you were in that era, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll go back and you know, we'll get back with the Jaguars. Obviously, a crazy year. I know you've asked, I know you've probably been asked about this a lot, but you know you've played in the league for a while. Mm-hmm. But this has got to be off the charts in terms of stuff that you've had to deal with, be it your transition, be it COVID, be it all this. Um, what has it been like, first of all? Um, I, I, it's just been tough um, and pretty aggravating too. At the same time, just uh, with all this COVID stuff going on and. Um, I think just other stuff that's been going on in the world too. Um, I feel like it affects, it affects all of us, especially me as a player, um, just seeing everything else that's going on on top of COVID and being away from football, not getting a a true off season. Um, I was in Virginia. I had a baby, um, literally the, the day after our last game, um, so I was spending a lot of time with her just trying to get workouts in at the same time. She had a couple surgeries, so we had to deal with that. Um, and then signing with Jacksonville, sure. having to find a trainer here. Uh, it was it was a lot. It was a lot going on. And, um, you know, it's it's I think like for every team, for all the guys, I know um, some of course, like our bodies enjoy having a break, being away from, you know, not having to do OTAs and, and things right, like right. that and just kind of being on our own schedule. But uh, I think it's it's super important for, you know, teams like what we have here being, I think, the youngest team in the league. Um, just camaraderie, that's one thing that's that's super important. I think guys – you know, uh, you guys spend a lot of time with each other, get to know each other, get to, you know, get a feel for everybody, who they are, why they are, why they act the way they do. You know, all those things I think are, are super important in, in teams having success and especially for a young team. Um, you know, everybody just kind of got here because we had a lot of uh, rookies and stuff came in and mm-hmm. that actually made the team as well. And, um, you know, we just, hey, 
we got to report to training camp in, in two, two and a half, three weeks, y'all got to be ready to play your first game. And, um, you know, that's, that's real tough. I think as a, as a young team and as, as young players and, um, you know, I, what we did in training camp, I didn't think we would be in this situation right now. Um, I knew we had a tough schedule, um, but it's just frustrating being yeah. in this position. Um, but, you know, we just got to, got to find a way to try to change things around this, uh, this second half of the season and, um, you know, try to right. put ourselves in a good position. Now, I would think even with training camp, with all the distancing, with all the plexiglass everywhere, even camaraderie is probably tough to build during that time, right? I mean, like yeah. you can try, but it's different because you're not hanging out at the same table. You're not mm -hmm. kind of BSing in the locker room the way you, you normally would. Am I reading that right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And then with that going on, um, you know, I had, I think, maybe one or two other teammates that had uh, kids during this time as well. And uh, I know for me, just being nervous of being around anybody and, you know, worse, worst thing happens, you possibly, you catch it and then you end up getting, having your baby get COVID and nobody wants that to, you know, happen to their young kids. So, you know, for me, I just been kind of staying in my own little, sure. little section when we eat lunch, the tables are far away from each other. So, um, you know, you, you don't get that. And, uh, even when we had our off-season, I mean, our workouts that we were doing, like, way before training camp, that even got cut short because right. um, I guess some of it got recorded. The league figured it out and were like, oh, y'all guys can't do that either. So um, all of that was tough and um, a big challenge. And, um, yeah, it's just just not, <laughs> not what you want. Um, it's, it's no excuse at all. Um, you know, for our record to be what it is, we just haven't been good enough. But I think all of those things, like, truly sure. play a part as well. How tough was the decision to play? Because you've got a young uh, child and obviously had some issues, you know, but yet you're a professional athlete and this is where you make your money. So, I mean, I would think that was a tough decision that you just kind of had to say, I got to go be a pro and I got to do this. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was tough. Uh, we didn't get it figured out really until um like really towards the end when it was like one or one or two days away from that deadline of choosing if we want to play or opt out or whatever and um I think just in my household we did a we did a good job of keeping a plan in place of what I was going to do um you know daily coming in the house whether it's um you know every morning it's I was drinking hot tea drink hot tea after practice you know just to try to do whatever I can, like peppermint tea, stuff like that, any herbal teas or whatever to try to clear everything, you know, out of my system, out my throat, all that kind of good stuff. And just making sure I wear my mask and stuff all the time. And, um, you know, just, I, I think that was the most important thing for us. Cause we, we were obviously not, uh, super nervous about it, but, um, you know, once we, I, I started getting more and more information, about it as well and, and you know how it affects people how you know how it can and can't spread and things like that and and then on top of that we 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 saw what the jacks were putting in place and everything that they were you know planning to do to, to keep us all safe and and then from there you know it was just a matter of me doing doing 
everything right on my part. And for me, I'm not going to put my daughter in any kind of harm any way possible. So I'm going to do the extra. I'm going to go. I'm going to do even more than what I should do to uh, not bring that stuff home. When you grow up dreaming about the NFL, this part's not in the handbook, right? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's real life and it's, it, yep. it's a tough thing to deal with. And mm-hmm. there's no, uh, you know, there's nobody to tell you how to do it. There's no precedent for it. Right. So yet kind of to go on your own. Um, new team coming in. I've already asked you about that. Tell me about, I know you've talked about this a little bit. Jay Gruden is a coach. Uh, what it's like playing under him, his offensive system. I know, you know, we're seven weeks in, but mm-hmm. what do you like about playing for this man? Um, I, I like how creative he is. I like his attitude as well. And I think that's the most important part is um, he, he, he'll, get, he'll get on us when it's necessary, for sure. But, um, you know, just week in and week out, his attitude stays the same. And when he needs to change things, if he got to draw up some new plays, he's able to do it, you know, in a day's time, in a, in an hour's time, like he's uh, super creative and, and what he li- wants and likes to do. And, he and it can fits personnel, it. right? Like he's good yes. at that. Yes. Not just he can new, adjust to whatever he has on the field. If guys get hurt and, or whatever, he can adjust his whole playbook based on, you know, the skill set and the guys that he have. And um, I think he's a guy, a lot of guys can relate to him. And so they love, you know, they love playing for him when he gets on them, you know, guys listen, and he's one of those coaches, he's going to show you everything you did bad, but at, but then in the end, he's going to show you everything. He's going to show you the moments that you had when you've done good things and remind you, okay, look at these plays, look at this game. This is what we did. We can do this on a consistent level. You know, it's not always going to happen that way because it's football, it's the NFL, but um, we, we can be, we can be this, look at what, look at what we did here. Um, And I think those things are, are important and, and what I love about him and just, um, you know, his, his energy, he brings every single day. Um, He, he brings it and he's going to make sure everybody around him is, is in a good mood and, and ready to go every day. What excites you about the kid at quarterback this week? Um, I think the biggest thing I've seen from him is just his arm, his arm strength, his accuracy. Um, and he's just been one of those guys that's been just sitting back and just and, and learning. And, you know, I think really for a young quarterback, when you you're put in a situation like this, when he hasn't dressed out at all or anything like that, and then it's like, hey, you're the guy, you got to get this stuff right this week. And one important thing, in my opinion, is being able to, to um, receive a receive a play from the from your OC, and then right. being able to relay it to the guys. And he he's been doing that the last two days, the last two practices, with no problem at all. So um, I have no doubt in my mind that he he's going to be ready. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be a challenge. I. Uh, you know, having a, a rookie quarterback, your first game, you're going up against J.J. Watt <laughs> and seeing him, you know, pacing up and down the uh, from sideline to sideline during TV breaks and, you know, his <laughs> intimidation stuff that he likes to do. So um, it'll be it'll be an exciting opportunity for him. But, um, you know, I think he's I think he's ready to handle it. 
Now, fortunately or unfortunately for you, this isn't your first rodeo in terms of playing with a new quarterback. Yep. Like in Washington, you guys changed some quarterbacks and had some seasons where you played two or three. Yeah. Is there a key to making this work with a new guy coming in, or, or is this just different, or all cases different? Um, I think they're all different, but, you know, I think um, the biggest thing for any quarterback, just make sure the guys around you trust you gotcha. or make sure you build your trust with those guys. Uh, I think that's the most, that's the most important thing, and, and you show that every day in practice and with your consistency and and that's really the key i mean uh i think in 20 i think it was 2018 i had four or five different yeah. quarterbacks that we played with and each one if you one look of, on wikipedia it's a long list yeah it's a long list <laughs> each one of them brought something you know something different and um you know i it, it's really just truly i think in my mind it's just a trust factor and when guys when you're, you the skilled players around you trust you, there's, you know, nothing that they worry about in their mind. As long as it's, you know, in the practices, everything consistent. That's really the key. Did you see it early in James Robinson? Did you know he was going to be yeah. able to make it? I mean, he's a young yeah, kid. I, we all, um, in the running back room, we all saw it pretty, pretty early. Um, just with his vision, um, and things and me and me and James had conversations about it and I was like, bro, what like what was the issue? Like why didn't you get drafted? You <laughs> played in the senior bowl and everything. Like what was it? And he was like, Man, they people were saying I had bad vision. And I was like, What in the world were they looking at? Because that might be his biggest strength, right? Yes, that's his biggest strength. And I think I said it before that I thought he had like some of the better vision out of all the running backs that were here. Uh, that we had here and um so I'm not surprised at all um he and just his mindset as well and how he approached every single day I mean the success it, it doesn't get to him at all to him every day it's just you know it's just another day he's out there just playing playing football and just you know just super calm like he's right. <laughs> super calm. Anything happens in the game, you know, fumbles, whatever, he still stays the same. And I, I haven't seen that out of many rookies. Um, he doesn't get get aggravated um, that much and just goes out and play. And, um, you know, he's, it's showing, it's showing out there, um, right. you know, his approach to the game and everything. And he's been having, he's been having fun out there. And I think that's the most important thing and just not, you know, this this is our job, but you got to go out there and just realize, hey, I'm playing football, I'm having fun, and just just going with it, and that's what he does. The longer I'm around the league, the more I appreciate veterans. And, you know, you're clearly a pro who has figured out how to last in this game. Yeah. Um, how, you know, and it's not easy. How have you done it? What is the key to a long career? I mean, a lot of guys stay in this three or four years, and that's a long mm -hmm. time, but you're going on – you know, double that. Yeah. Um, I, one of the biggest things is consistency. Um, it's, it's consistency and I think it's trust. And, you know, for me, I, I felt like I was, I was doing both um, early on in my career, just showing, 
hey, coach, I might be a smaller guy, but I can pass block. I'm not scared to pass block, and I'm and I can do it, and will do it on a consistent basis. Um, being a route runner, catching passes, like, hey, I'm not gonna drop a lot of passes. Um, you can trust me that I'm gonna get open and I'm gonna catch the ball. Um, you know, I, I think consistency is one of the biggest things. And then um, I remember just one of my running back coaches in Washington, well, the one I had the longest coach, Jordan, um, he said he said to me, just try to – he said, be the best version of yourself. And gotcha. he was like, figure out what it is about you that makes you different than all these other guys and, and try to be great at that. And so that's one thing I've taken with me, like, every single day is just, hey, what is it that, what is it about me that I can do well that makes me different from some of these other guys? And I've tried to focus every single week and and every single year on perfecting those skills and and what that is about myself. Because I found myself sometimes just trying to, oh, I, oh, I want to try to be like this guy. Oh, I want to go train with this guy. And Oh, try to try to be exactly who, you know, be exactly like him to see what what makes him the way that he is. Maybe I can get there. And that doesn't you know, it doesn't work for everybody. And then when you look around the league, you look at running backs, everybody has a different play style. Um, I like to use Alvin Kamara with a lot of rookies, for example. He is a guy that he doesn't make a lot of moves. And for a lot of running backs, you think, oh, he's shifty. He can do this. He can do that. Alvin Kamara does what he does, and he does it great. He's not a guy that's going to shake a lot of people. Literally, he's going to run into you. But his balance, his control, all of that is what makes Kamara what he is. He's going to get open on his routes. Christian McCaffrey, that's a totally different guy. Saquon, totally different guy. Everybody's not going to be like that. But, you know, try to find what it is about yourself and be the best version of that. And I think for me that's been the most important thing in um, just being a – student of the game knowing that hey if I if if they put me in critical situations they know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna choke I'm not gonna get nervous uh which is one reason why I'm a third down back um you know we get a lot of different looks on defenses it's you know third and four and it's hey we gonna put you on a choice route you gotta get open type deal and um you know building that trust and um being consistent on things like that, I think that's what really has has kept me in the league because I've had injuries. I've had a lot of injuries, which I really probably shouldn't even be playing still. But um, there's been teams around the league. I've been with Coach Gruden. He knows what I can do. He trusts right. me. He trusts me in those crunch time situations. Hey, we got to go on a two-minute drive. I can trust that this guy going to do every, everything right. He's going to pick up his blitzes if they bring anything crazy. You know, stuff like that that I think is is super important and it helps guys. You know, it, it helps a lot of these guys um, stay in the league. Are you going to coach at some point? I, I think so. Um, you know, the more I've been playing, the more I, I feel like I can – I feel like I've learned too from all the running back coaches that I've had on how how to be a coach, how to help these guys, and um, I think it'll be something that I would enjoy doing, especially just helping these guys. One with life, living the NFL life, being you know um, the ups and downs about it because I've gone through all of it. I've been cut before, 
so I know that side. I've been on practice squad, so I know I've had I've had it all, you know. Sure. And thankfully, I'm I'm here now, and I'm on my third contract. It's just a one year deal, but um, I'm on my third. Those guys don't make it the third. Yeah, after having all the injuries and stuff that I've had, so I feel like I can help guys. So I, that may be something I, I get into once I'm done. Yeah, you should. It's, uh sounds like something you can definitely do. Uh, okay, Chris, we're going to close with something we call the Ozone Five. The Ozone Five. 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 Five quick questions. As quick an answer as you can give. Uh, first question, what was your last binge watch? If with a child, you even have time to binge watch. Oh, I watch Bluey now. It's, it's a Disney uh, junior show with my daughter <laughs> all the time. I love it. So that's the binge watch. I got it. No more wire for you. Huh? Oh, no, okay. not at all. <laughs> uh, what's the last thing you listened to in your car or on your phone? Last song. Oh, Kendrick Lamar and Busta Rhymes new song. I can't remember. Look over your shoulder. I think that that's the name of it. Gotcha. What's your preference? Rushing TD or passing TD? Passing. Just because you're a third down guy? Yeah. Means more to you? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. What's the hardest hit you've ever taken? Um, I took a hit in preseason from Shamarco Thomas and Vince Williams. And on that play, I tore my labrum as well. And that one hurt. That one hurt big time. <laughs> you don't forget those. Yeah. If you if you hadn't played football, what sport would you play? Ooh, man, that's a good one. Um, I think I probably would would have ran track. I did. I did when I was younger. Um, I just kind of gave it up. Or baseball. I started off playing baseball before I did football. So either football or track. I mean baseball or track. How old were you when you got away from baseball? Uh, ninth grade. Gotcha. Were you good? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good. I kind of made some of my teammates a, a little upset with me because I would, like, sometimes cover center field and left field. <laughs> like, I would go. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, it was some of my best friends, so uh, we can laugh about it now. But, yeah. They played some good baseball at the panhandle, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good brand. Yeah, I remember that. So, Chris Thompson, I know you got a lot more to do than this. I appreciate your help today. I really enjoy talking to you and hope to talk to you soon down the road. But thank you very yes, much sir. for doing this. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. I'd like to thank uh, Chris Thompson for joining us. And as I say every week, these guys, especially this time of year with the schedule, very unusual for them to give 20, 25 minutes and uh, sort of try to give thought out answers and not be rushed. I thought Chris, Dave, I thought Chris was great, especially at the beginning. Uh, I appreciated his honesty with how difficult the season has been from a uh, COVID standpoint. And you forget sometimes, or I do anyway, I have a pretty easy, you know, it, I'm secluded from a lot of people. I don't have young kids. But Chris, he and his wife, had just had a baby early in the off season, had a lot to deal with. And you know, I think it's important for people to remember these guys are human beings. And it, it's, as I joked with them, this is not something that's in the, how to NFL guide to be an NFL player, how to deal with this. Yeah, especially, like you said, I, I can relate with having young kids do this whole thing. And, you know, me working from home, getting on a laptop for a few hours a day is one thing, but him having to prepare himself for an NFL season, you know, trying to get, you know, NFL workouts in when you're still trying to quarantine and be separate and all that kind of stuff and 
especially when you're worried about having a, a young child at the house. I can imagine how difficult it was. And like you said, I didn't know much about Chris before you talked to him. And, and again, very interesting, very insightful. You know, and that's the other thing, too, is uh, I know he's not really a local guy, but Madison County is pretty is close enough, especially if you follow high school sports around no here. Doubt. It seems like all the teams around here around here play play those teams out, out in the Tallahassee area. And um, so it feels – he feels like a local guy to me. And, and also, during the whole time I was listening, I was thinking to myself, uh, when he talks to younger running backs about different styles and different ways you can be successful in the league, I was like, this guy's going to go into coaching. So I'm glad you asked about about uh, maybe going coaching uh, when, once his career is done because, uh, to me, he sounds like a guy that's, that's uh, ready to do that. Well, there's some guys you can just tell by the way they talk that they have the ability – to communicate their ideas uh, in, in such a way to make younger people understand them. And he certainly seems like a guy who not only has a, a, a wide range of knowledge, he reminds me a little bit, and sort of a different level, but a little bit of Keenan in the sense that came in, not, you know, he was on a practice squad, Keenan was on a practice squad. Keenan McCardell, the Jaguars wide receivers coach, had to work his way into the league. He had been in the league probably five years before he hit it big with the Jaguars and started being really productive. Guys who have had to fight their way through it and earn their way into the league and prove themselves to coaches who have been cut, who haven't made rosters, those are guys who, you know, Doug Marone, for example, very similar, got cut a couple of times, still uses that as a reference when he talks to players and when he talks to the media. That I, I just think that helps you coach it, 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 it's motivation or experience or whatever. Um, I was fascinated and I always am guys who have to earn their way into the league every year, which he sort of does. Chris Thompson's in, in that category, sixth, seventh year guys. It's hard to make it in the league that long. If you're not on big contracts each time, you know, Dave, you're around it. You know, the league is always trying to get you out because they want to be paying younger guys. It, it, it's much easier to pay a second year running back than a seventh year running back. So I'm always fascinated by guys who can make it in the NFL a long time. It's not as common as people think. And I think, I think Chris is in his eighth year, seventh year, eighth year, whatever it is, but he alluded to it. Third contract. It sounds to me like that's a point of pride for him. And it should be because it's uh it, he is a professional football player. And when I say professional, I put the emphasis on the professional part. You know, I'm sure he's a different guy than he was when he came into the league. And uh, fascinating with him to hear him talk about why he thinks he's been able to make it because he's a guy that had been easy to cut for a long time. He's not a name. Nobody would notice if he got cut. And he is, he's very self-aware, Dave, is what I thought. He knows his role. He knows how he's been able to make it. And, uh, yeah, he, he's a guy – it's easy to see that he'll be successful in whatever he tries to do after football. Yeah, and being self-aware is probably why he's lasted so long. And I want to bring up one other point. When he said – when you asked him about his, his binge watch in the Disney Plus show, I thought about it. I go, you know what my last binge watch probably is? It's also a Disney Plus show. A lot of Doc McStuffins <laughs> going on in my house. So, Doc McStuffins – and I've seen every episode, like, Four times. Well, unfortunately so, for me, Dave. So I can relate on that. When I was in your shoes, when my son was three or four, my binge watch was Barney, which sucks, Ooh. quite frankly, Dave. 
<laughs> that we always talk about with the, the Ozone podcast not sucking. That sucks. With that, <laughs> with, with Barney as our reference, the purple dinosaur that I can still quote, unfortunately. We'll close this week's Ozone podcast. I want to thank Dave DeCandis once again for making this better than it really is. Thank Joe Fortunato for making it sound better than it is. Really thank Chris Thompson for joining us. I thank him for sharing some things uh, about the realities of the NFL right now for players. That's this week's Ozone Podcast. We'll see you next week. Well,